Hey listener, welcome to the Comic Relief Podcast. Hope you survived the experience. The Comic Relief Podcast is an unscripted discussion about the pop culture surrounding comic books with your hosts, Uncanny Thomas Logue and Mighty Michael Moran. Alright, so we're going to do something different. Uh, as opposed to just doing the regular podcast, we're also doing a video podcast. What? Video what? podcast? With our snazzy banner behind us. Put some Bruce used to banner. it. Yeah. <laughs> the Bruce banner. You know what's awesome is that Thomas didn't tell me we were doing this, so I came in. I would have at least uh, combed my hair, uh, brushed my teeth. Not that that would have mattered for you guys, works. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even have a comic book shirt on. I didn't know we were going to do videos. <laughs> You should always wear, always wear a comic yeah, I have shirt. a Star Wars sweater in mine. <laughs> it's all warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I, I like I like this idea. Yeah, so we'll try this, see how it goes. Cool. So the last time we met, it was at the free comic book day at SoCal Comics, where we, we, I mean, we talked for a little bit, but we mostly did interviews and kind of walked around and shot videos and stuff. We haven't had a chance to really sit down and talk about all the million things that are happening in the comic world. Yeah, all the shows, TV, comics, a lot of, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff has happened. So well, some of this might be uh, not necessarily on the cutting edge here. <laughs> right, <laughs> we're a few months behind. Yeah, we might be a few months behind, but we've been meaning to get to it and we want to talk about it. Yeah. So in the event you're further behind than we are, this episode will contain spoilers about the shield, Daredevil, Flash, Arrow, Age of Ultron, the Secret Wars comic, Convergence, uh, and also we'll be talking about Ant-Man and Legends of Tomorrow. So you've been warned, these are all old items. <laughs> yes, in case. The, the only person I know who is further behind than us. Who would that be? Colleen. Colleen, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she can't listen to this episode. Yeah, okay. yeah she's the only person. <laughs> yeah. She's the only person. Alright man, so let's, let's start off in the uh, television. Actually, before we start off, I just wanted to, to mention that you recently had, uh, you recently did some work for a website, right? Yes. Yeah. You did a little piece on uh, your, your favorite, my favorite character, um, Adam X. Adam X. Yeah, so tell us about that, man. So it was kind of cool. I had, uh, on Twitter, I was posting as Comic Relief Podcast and talking about Adam X and the dude for theunspokendecade.com. Uh, contacted me and said, hey, you know, I do stuff about 90s era. I can see you're a fan of Adam X. Probably the only fan. I can see you're the only fan of Adam X. And so he said, hey, do you want to do you want to do a piece on it? And I said, dude, you're asking me to write about Adam X. I can do that anytime. And Did you tell him that you could submit one that you already had drafted? Or <laughs> right. you wanted him to... I was like, I got hundreds of these. Which yeah. one do you yeah. want? Which one do you want, sir? So, I mean, I had already had perhaps the only fan website for Adamax off of my own website. So I took the images from there and just took the information that I'd written back then and just made it into this piece. So if you go to theunspokendecade.com and then do a search for Adamax or Extreme, mm -hmm. or even Sir Thomas as one word, mm -hmm. uh, it should show up. It's a, it's a very, actually well-written article, man. Thank you. You did a really good job with this. Almost had me convinced that Adamax was <laughs> A cool character. A cool character, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's true, it's true what you said, though. Uh, he really didn't have a chance to to become a you know like a cool character to have his right. story 
total property. So yeah. it's kind of unfair to say, oh, he sucks just because of what he looked like in a specific era. I mean, you could say that about any character. character. Yeah, a lot of them have changed over time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm with you on that one. I mean, he, he looks totally behind his cheese, but that's true. He didn't get it. He didn't get his proper chance to be upgraded or yeah. updated. I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So check that out. What's that website one more time? The unspokendecade.com. Uh, unspoken decade.com. Oh, unspoken decade. Is that just about like nineties era? It's all nineties era stuff. No way, all really? Nineties, like he did Heroes Reborn, all of that. Mm -hmm. It's all strictly nineties. Cool. Which we're gonna touch on. Um, I know for a lot of uh, listeners and a lot of folks that grew up kind of in my generation, the nineties era meant uh, X Men. Yes. X-Men. So we're going to touch a little bit on the, the return of the 90s era X-Men in the Secret Wars, but we'll get to that in a few moments. Okay. So let's start off with probably one of the most talked about things between me and Tom and you know some of our co-workers and our friends is the TV shows. The TV shows is, somewhat, is something that a lot of folks get on board with because they're they're kind of easy to consume, right? You don't right. need to know a lot of the background. It kind of doesn't summarization for you so people that didn't necessarily grow up with these characters can watch the arrow and think this show's amazing right. watch the flash and think the show's amazing yeah. so, so we'll start with that man. yeah and what i like about how they do the show is you don't have to have any comic knowledge because it's all the movies or sorry all the shows and the movies are basically their own universe so anything you read in a comic <laughs> may not even happen in the show <laughs> or it may happen but completely different Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they get tweaked because they don't. They don't want to also just translate it word for word because then you know how things are going to end up. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. So they have to change things a little bit. Yeah. So let's on, on that note, on that specific note, I'm going to change the order of how you have the stuff listed. And I want to start with the one show that that encompasses that the, more than any other show that's been done. So can I guess what you're going to Yeah. The Flash. No. No what? way, Daredevil. Oh, Daredevil. Okay, well that's a Daredevil. That is okay, a well, show. That's a Netflix show. Yes, I thought you were going with TV show. Oh no 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 no. no. Well, the Flash is awesome because it translates the comic almost front page to screen or to right. small screen like perfectly. Yeah. But Daredevil did something where it 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 translated the show or I'm sorry the comic. But did it in a way that even if you never read a comic, didn't know who the heck Daredevil was, um, didn't care about comics, you could watch that show and still enjoy the heck out of it. And it was an amazing, amazing Netflix. It was. And the thing with Daredevil, it's not your traditional superhero. There's no one flying around. No. No one throwing a magic hammer. No. It's, it's a vigilante. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. This so could there's be nothing over the top. You know, no one shooting beams out of their eyes. Where you're like, ah, you know, whatever. It's just a vigilante. If this was a, um, if this was a, you know, an HBO show, or if you, I'm sorry, if you took the title Daredevil off of the show and gave it, just called it the Vigilante, Vigilante X, or something like yeah. that, it would still be an amazing show. Vigilante X. Yeah. Vigilante X. Yeah. <laughs> Named Adam. <laughs> yeah, right? That's why I was thinking, because he threw an X in there. It's very 90s. Yes. It's essentially a 13-hour movie. Movie. And done well, though. It's not like 13 hours where you're just sitting there. No. It's no. Each episode has 
the start, the middle, and the end for, you know, you have this pipe, and then you get to the bottom and you relax, and the next one, yeah. boom, it goes right back up and then right back down again. I think what they did magically as well is that they're, because the Daredevil is such a uh, straight-level vigilante, there's, it's very light on the CGI and special effects. Very so light, the light. money they would have spent on CGI and special effects is kind of put into the, you know, I, I'm assuming it's kind of put into the actors, the the... The fight scenes, everything is done at a very, um, it looks very organic. Right. It looks very organic. Yes. So perhaps I think that some of that money that, that would have been spent on CGI and stuff was kind of reallocated and, and used towards, you know, the, the fight scenes, you know, the, the stunt coordination. Right. Because it's done very, very, very well. I agree. And even, even though the, the fight scenes are there, even they're not over the top, you know what I mean? No. They're not, they, for the most part, they're a believable fight. I mean, Daredevil is doing some absolutely fantastic moves. Mm -hmm. But it's explained why he's pulling those off. That's what I love about Daredevil, is Daredevil does not have super strength. Right. Daredevil and is it not. Shows. <laughs> yeah. Daredevil is not a one punch, one kill. Uh, type of hero. Type of hero. No, he hits a guy, the guy stumbles back, gets back up, gets and in starts, his face, yeah, and starts hitting him back. I mean, these fights where he'll fight, you know, uh, three or four guys, and these guys are getting knocked down, standing back up, and you can tell that they're all exhausted. Yeah, and, and even Daredevil, you see yeah. him getting more down yeah. and fighting. Like, the longer it goes, yeah. the more you see him getting tired. It's so. brilliant. It's it's very well done. I really enjoyed this movie, man. The acting is great. Vincent D'Onofrio is awesome. I mean, he kills it as, as the kingpin. I didn't know, like, I really... Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I wanted a such like a deep kind of a strange kingpin like that. He's always been so one-dimensional to me. Yeah, comics. and he's the way he is in the show is like he's flawed. You know, like he he needs people around him. Like he needs yeah. his one assistant. Yeah. Which yeah, I guess we can talk Wesley. about. Yeah, Wesley. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say we already said there's gonna be spoilers. Who, when, what happens to his assistant happens. Mm -hmm. He, he is like freaking out. Yeah, he awesome. doesn't know what to do. He's a, he's a big man child. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to do yeah. that. He's a big man child. Yeah. And when it comes to defending his mom, who mm. goes after the reporter, mm. I mean, you you see, he is, you're right, nothing mm. but a man child. Yeah. When he finds out that the reporter went looking for mm. his mom at the uh, mental hospital, yeah. he loses it and strangles the dude. Yeah. I mean, went, Ben Art? Yeah. yeah. He's. He's just, the dude asked his mom. Yeah. He didn't do anything to his mom. Just made contact. Just made contact. And that was it. enough to send him over the top to protect his mom. Yeah. I thought it was really... I mean, he's essentially a big man child whose temper tantrums are just... Lethal. Lethal. <laughs> yeah. It's a lethal. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Um, but, like, a, a, going back to how Daredevil does not have super strength, there's a scene where he's in the in that abandoned building with Vladimir, the, mm -hmm. the Russian dude. The Russian dude. And all the cops are outside, they've got the place around him, and he's trying to lift the, the, yeah. the great thing off the ground, and he's and like, can't do it. And he actually needs Vladimir to help him lift uh -huh. it up and take it. And I was like, that's brilliant. I mean, that, that's awesome. That's, it's really believable. It's, it's really not well him done. doing all this impossible. You know what I mean? He's getting his butt handed to him frequently. Every episode. One of my favorite things, um, one of the one of my favorite things that, that epitomizes a character for me is his ability to take a beating. Right? Yes. I, I love nothing more than to see Spider-Man with his mask ripped and a little bit of hair coming out. A little tuft of hair. A little tuft of hair coming out, or Wolverine just completely 
ravaged. Um, it, I like a character that can take a good beating, and the Daredevil takes a beating after beating after beating. And you like really feel for this dude. Like, holy cow, man. Yes. I do to take a beating. And then they, they address that really well as how, how he heals and meditates and stuff, which right. I thought that was a nice touch. So they yes. kind of cover their bases. It gets a little little mystical, at, you know, at times. Yeah. But I mean, even then, it's it's mostly like just, not even, I wouldn't even know if it's mystical, just like that whole Chinese belief, yeah. Buddhist belief of meditate to heal your body, yeah. and slow your body down, yeah. let it regenerate itself. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I like about the show is how they address um, Matt Murdock being blind. Because yes. a lot of times you get someone in a show and they say they say something and they go, oh, he's blind. And that person automatically never makes that mistake again. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, oh, he's blind. I know how to deal with it. But through this show, they keep, like even people who know that he is blind, keep making mistakes. Yeah. Assuming that he can see what they're looking at. You yeah. Know? Like there's a Little scene. Hints. Yeah, where it's seen where... Um, Karen Page is uh, nodding, and then Foggy's like, she's nodding her head. It's, it's really cute. cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's stuff like that. And I, I wrote down some of my favorite quotes. There's a scene where Matt Murdock is trying to stabilize Vladimir, mm -hmm. and he calls um, Rosario Dawson's character Claire. Mm -hmm. right? Claire, Claire. Yes. the nightmares. Yeah, and says, I need you to walk me through stabilizing him. And then she replies back, it's not as easy as it looks in the movie. You know that, right? And then he replies, I really don't go to the movies. <laughs> I thought that was great because you know she knows he's blind, but uh, still made that comment because yeah. she had already seen him before, knew he was blind, and made that comment. And then his retort was awesome. Well, also when Karen Page first goes to his his, uh, his apartment, and she's like, "Well, it's dark in here." Yeah. She's like, "Well, I really don't need the light." Yeah. So one of the other lines uh, in the show that I really like is um, when Foggy's talking about how good. Matt's hearing is, and he says, guy's like a bat, not blind like a bat, but you know, the hearing things, and then Matt Murdock says, bats aren't blind, and he goes, they're not, and he goes, no, it's a myth, and he goes, oh, so we're good then, and you know, I love that dialogue, you know, there's the constant reference to being blind, and the awkwardness that there's, that's there for that brief moment, yeah. where they're like, oh, I forgot again. And also, Matt's apartment is facing this giant, glowing neon, neon sign. Neon right outside. He says, yeah, I got a good deal uh, for this apartment for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was pretty good. They do good stuff like that. And when they're when they're also like shopping for their um, their office, yeah. and the, the, the realtor mentions that, you know, that it has a view and they like it. And he's like, well, Foggy uh, can have that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need the view. So there's just so much, like, the writing is good, the action mm -hmm. is good, the filming is good. It's kind of dark, you know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's very dark. It's like the, the actual video is actually really dark yeah. at times. But that's, that'd be my only complaint, it's just sometimes it gets really hard to see. Well, <laughs> I mean, the show is about a blind character, so I think they kind of maybe did it on purpose. You, I mean, maybe you want to in character. <laughs> I mean, not in character so much, but, you know, that's one thing that a lot of people notice is the show in tone. And also the you know in, in the cinematography I guess yeah it is very 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 dark yeah well I assume it's also to show that Hell's Kitchen is just a dark, a dark place. gloomy place yeah kind of like the whole Gotham feeling you know what's awesome about the show too is go ahead what's awesome about the show too is is how it's connected into the uh, MCU 
Uh, the show essentially takes place after the uh, events that happened in the first Avengers movie. Right. And you see the uh, articles on the wall. Yeah. Yep. You see all, there's little little hints sprinkled throughout the show, and essentially. The kingpin is just trying to swoop in and take over these contracts in yeah. Hell's Kitchen. So yeah, overall, I mean, Daredevil is is an amazing show, acting wise, writing, how it ties into the MCU. So one of the other shows that we're watching that we love and we constantly talk about is Agents of Shield. And I tell you what, man, they've done a huge turnaround from season one, episode one, to the season finale of episode of season two. This is season two. This is only the second season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Hydra is essentially because of the tie-in to the Age of Ultron. Hydra is essentially done, except in the Agents of Shield. Even in Agents of Shield, they weren't there too much. I mean, a lot no. of it near the end of season two focused on um, the Inhumans. Yes. Yes. But we did kind of see the the downfall or the demise of Hydra. But Agent Ward is kind of taking... Oh, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yes. kind of takes control of the... Uh, or is taking Hydra into his own hands. Yes. And he's forming his own little team by the end of Season 2. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was kind of up and down with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but by the time the season finale finished for the second season, I was I was in it. So, yeah. Like, the... Ironically, the best fight scene... And Agents of Shield was with uh, Sky mm. in the season finale. Like she fought, I don't even know who it is. So multiple girls, whatever. Mm. Oh, Agent Thirty Three. The Thirty Six is May. I don't remember what we were. What were we talking about? Arrow and the Flash. Yeah. We were talking about Flash and then the angst with the Arrow. Oh yes. Right now, it's it's Captain Lance who's who ended the season next. It was oh, yeah. it was his uh, his turn where he just for whatever friggin' reason decided that he hated his daughter. Well, it's not for whatever reason. We know yeah. why. Yeah. But he just they, people get unreasonably moody and moody. standoffish. Yeah. yeah. And like they stay so angry. Yeah. <laughs> so angry. And in Flash, they don't. Like you have Cisco, who's absolutely hilarious. Like when they showed Cisco dying, mm-hmm. I was like, if they kill Cisco, I'm dying. I'm not watching the fight. <laughs> I will check out from this show if they kill Cisco. You think you think Cisco will get a, a costume? I think so. I think eventually we're going to see Ryan. Just yeah. like I think we're going to see Killer Frost. Oh, yeah. Well, she she had a cameo in the final um, episode. Yeah, well, you don't know if that's going to be like something mm-hmm. that's going to come to pass. Mm-hmm. But they did show her as Killer Frost. Yes, they did show her. When he was running through the time screen thing. Yeah. Speed Force? Yeah, Speed Force. Yes. Yeah, they showed her quickly. They also showed the um, the original Flash's helmet, right? Yes. Uh, the... Molly West. Yes. So yeah, it's it's this show is then going to kind of explore. These shows are going to split off, and they're going to expand the CW universe into the Legends of Tomorrow, Legends of Tomorrow. which looks freaking awesome. Yeah, with the whole time traveling. Do you remember who's in it? I know it's Captain Cold, Adam, uh, White Canary. Mm-hmm. The White Canary, yeah. Uh, Hot Girl? Hot Girl, that's right, yes. Uh, there was someone else too. There's the, um... Oh, one of the villains. Captain Cole. 
wasn't his um it's not heat wave, right? Is heat wave with him? I could have sworn he was. Maybe it is. I could have sworn he was. I might be wrong though. I might be wrong. This show looks like they're going in a very different direction. Different sci-fi kind of more of a do whatever you want because it's, yes. it's time travel yeah exactly we need to kill superman boom we kill superman oh, how awesome is that they travel oh think of the potential for yep. all the different like multiverse type characters that they're they're into. Into. oh my gosh that's so good because then they can still guest star like the flash and arrow but have to be different versions of themselves oh that's true that's what true. if you see like uh arrow with you know the big uh, the, mustache yeah. like the lighter green the goatee the uh, like the the more like dwarf the, kind of a the robin dwarf. elf yeah the robin, robin hood is more yeah Dwarf? Dwarf, yeah. It'd be like a full up beard. <laughs> I was thinking elf, but dwarf came out, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the the plot of the show is essentially. Just that they have to save the uh, time stream or something like that. Mm -hmm. Which I wonder if that's a result of Flash. What he did. Jacking around with the time stream. Yeah. Uh, the scene in the season finale, oh. where, what's his name, realizes what he has to do. Boom! Oh, she was that was awesome. Art, and I yeah. was like, dude! Eddie, what? right? Yes. Eddie gone. I was blown. I was not expecting away. that. I was not expecting that at all. Not at all. Not at all. Dude, you should have just shot yourself in the nuts. Yeah, do something <laughs> else. Yeah. Decapitate your webos or something. Yeah, dude. That's it. You didn't have to blast yourself in the heart. Yeah. But that was a good move. Was it was. The one thing that I. I don't know how they would have pulled it off, but I thought it would have been really, really cool. You know, like in the very first season of, or very first episode of Flash, um, you know, we see Barry Allen H being surrounded by the mm -hmm. with the red and yeah. the, uh, the yellow. yellow. Somehow I wish they could have pulled off with a flat, you see the flash stop and then look and then do that and then keep going again real fast. And then be like, why did he do that? Yeah, and then yeah. you be like, what is going on? And yeah. then boom, the season finale, you see yeah. he's looking in the closets, Dude. seeing himself. That, 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 that season finale was... Horrible. It was horrible, dude. The Having to watch his mom die knowing that he couldn't see yeah. her. That yeah. was horrible. That was like, what? It's an insane choice, dude. That is crazy, dude. That is that was a crazy choice. And knowing that he was there, he was ready to do something, and I'm thinking, okay, this is where the show's going. Yeah. And then he sees himself and tells future him self no. tells him no. I was like, what? Yeah. That no way he wait all that for nothing. nothing. Yeah. He didn't go the back. The whole thing. For nothing. But there had to I mean obviously there had to be a reason why he stopped himself. Right. I thought that was a cool twist though. Yes, that was, was it was awesome. That he was, stopped himself from saving his mother, his mother. and changing potentially everything. Yeah. I mean, he changed everything. You go into the past and change everything. It doesn't really I mean the only person that would know is, is Gary, right? Because yeah. everybody else would just gone through their lives. Yeah, that would have been their normal. Yeah, everything would have been. Because I mean, at what point, perhaps there would have never been a flash had he saved his mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because maybe he would have never went to Star Labs. Would have moved yeah. out somewhere with his mom. His dad wouldn't have gone to jail. Oh, time traveling paradoxes, man. Yeah. So you get stuck everything. everything. Yeah. Everything so when, I mean, one of the big things that people I've heard mention is since. They kill the reverse flash. Does that mean the reverse flash never got never came, the, never came yeah. back and stuff? But 
I to me, I don't think in happened. this case everything still happened. Yeah, because it still happened. Yeah, yeah, he still showed up and then he died. So yeah. his his future self from whatever timeline he left, you know, like if he left in twenty ninety nine mm-hmm. to come back, mm-hmm. his existence in twenty ninety nine ceases to exist. Stopped existing in twenty ninety nine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's I mean that's how I treat um, I know you're not a big fan of it, but Alpha Flight did something similar to that. There was a dude, ironically, his name was Flashback. He could pull future and past selves of himself, and he was fighting, um, I can't remember the name of the team, um, I forgot, but they killed one of his future selves. And then he starts freaking out like, oh my god, you just killed one of my future selves, blah 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 blah, you know, at some point I'm not going to exist. And later on in the comic, he ceases to exist. So the point where his future self popped up mm-hmm. and dies, he just boom, disappears and cease, ceases to exist. Oh, so I wow. that was totally freaking cool. Hang on, hang on, back up, back up, back up. So his future self gets killed. Right. But essentially what happens is his present self is still there. Right. Because he hasn't gotten to that point that in his timeline. His timeline. But would that point in his timeline be to go back into the past and then get killed? Well, what the the way I see it, it's the time paradox thing. Yeah. That, that that future self he pulled from that time, you know, like mm. twelve o'clock at this time. I'm pulling this dude back, and he oh. and he's there at present time. So when it comes twelve o'clock that time, mm. that self doesn't exist anymore because he was already killed in the past. He just simply ceases to exist. Oh, that's pretty. That's cool. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of like how I thought with the Reverse Flash. Like he was at this point of time in his life, dies in the past. From that present time, he just ceases to exist. Like anyone who may have been standing around him when he left, mm-hmm. he just never comes back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Time traveling is awesome. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's boom. Yeah, you get your you go cross-eyed yeah. trying to figure things out. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so I mean, so far, Daredevil has probably been one of my favorite, if not my favorite show. Um, Flash coming up a real close second. I mean, right. they're two very different shows. It's hard to, it's hard to categorize these and, and, and list them like that, but really enjoyed Daredevil. I really enjoyed the heck out of the Flash. I enjoyed Arrow. Um, the whole storyline with the League of Assassins and Ra's al Ghul, that right. was awesome. Oh, so that was great. That's something that bothers me. Ra's al Ghul is how it's pronounced. Do you notice on the show that different people pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, different. They yeah. call it Rosh Rosh like, It's Ross. It's Ross. It's Ross Yeah. And there are people who go, You will be the next Rosh No, Ross, dude. Yeah. You're, you're the guy who is Ross You're saying the name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I don't know, I've heard it pronounced a few different ways, too. Yeah. It's just people on the show are pronouncing mm-hmm. different. You know what I mean? It's like someone saying lettuce and then the next guy, the next time saying, Whatever do you, for lettuces. Do you get a, do you get upset <laughs> tomato, when, tomato. when when people pronounce Genghis Genghis? It, yeah. It's actually pronounced supposed to be pronounced Genghis. Genghis, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just weird. <laughs> you know, on the show, it's just weird that they did all agree that this is how this we should is the correct it. pronunciation. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice yeah. That. Yeah. Raj, the, Raj, the main guy says Raj. Raj. What what did uh, Liam Neeson call himself? In uh, the first Batman movie, I thought it was Ra's al Ghul. Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, I'm always pronouncing it Ra's. Yeah, that's how I pronounce it. Yeah. That's, you just said Ra's al Ghul, and made me remember. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I show. 
So that's the TV world. We do have to say farewell to Constantine, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the show did not get picked up for the second half of the first season. Uh, no other network picked it up, so unfortunately the save, save Constantine did not, was not successful, unfortunately, which that's, really sucks. That's a shame, because I think they could have done so much with Constantine, especially oh. with Marvel's going to be doing the Doctor Strange on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Like, how did they not do, like, you know, Doctor Fate and all these other Spectre, all these other people that could have really yeah. showed up in Constantine and helped boost it? Did make make it more comic oriented and yeah. less just a monster of the week type of show. Yeah, yeah. So they they really missed their opportunity there. They, I agree. They had it. They had they had the fan base. You know, people wanted to see a good Constantine show, and it was a decent show. It's not like it was a terrible show. It's not like they totally blew it. No, no. It's I mean, it was just, just a fun show. It's like Adam's syndrome, man. They just didn't get a. Enough time for him to really, you know, get a full. He didn't get his chance to shine. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you're up there now. There is another show that I initially forgot to mention. Gotham. I I forgot to keep watching. This. <laughs> so that's I was gonna say that. So Gotham, I thought, started off pretty strong, mm -hmm. especially with Penguin's character, mm -hmm. and then I don't know uh, the the story with Gordon. Mm -hmm. It's really, really good. Like, every time it focuses on him, it's really, really good. But everything else is not as strong. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, all the, the story with, even the story with Penguin, as we can, like, that guy who played Penguin, like, when Gotham was coming out, like, suddenly got really popular. Yeah. But now even that's just kind of died yeah, off. Yeah, kind of faded off a little bit. And the same thing with Fish Moon and all these other characters with Gotham kind of just fizzled out. Yeah. It, it, it fizzled out for me hard. I mean, I'm not done watching it. I do want to finish watching the first uh, season but to me it's just oh it did feel like i, I it is it's the same complaint i've had since day one you're trying to do a batman show without batman and then just teasing us with all these batman villains right and knowing that we'll never see Batman. make this the show is definitely um not not a, a waste i mean they can they I'm sure there's people out there that love the show and it's perhaps their favorite yeah. show and they're super big Batman fans and I'm probably just upsetting a lot of people like that. But <laughs> three I, fans are shaking furious. Their fists yeah, fury. two out of three fans. Uh, the other fans just my mom. Yeah, yeah she's like ah, did But yeah, I mean, the Gotham to me is just, eh, all right. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back, finish the first season, and come back and be like, "Oh my god, dude!" I totally uh, no. I watched it. Then. Uh, yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Hopefully, they do what we've talked about before and fast forward a few years and give us a little bit older Bruce Wayne. Fast forward yeah. that a few years. Make him a teen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you know, still in Gotham or yeah, a teen thing would be good. Yeah. Maybe have him going like through private school, like early early years of private school. And, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Going through that phase of his life. Who knows? Whatever. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about Avengers Age of Ultron? Absolutely, man. Spoilers in case you haven't seen it. It's been out for like five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron. A lot of it got a lot of mixed reactions uh, in general. So if you want to talk about your feelings first, then I'll interrupt you, or you want me to talk about mine. <laughs> you talk about your feelings, and I'll interrupt you. Sounds good. <laughs> so I liked, I liked Age of Ultron. Thought it was a really, really uh, good movie. 
dialogue is, I think, better than the first one. Spot on. The dialogue, the chemistry between all the characters was absolutely Perfect. amazing. Perfect. Like, if anyone had a problem with anyone on the set, mm -hmm. I couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. To me, it looked like they were all just best friends having a good they, time. That's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. The only thing I did not like, the only thing, was the fighting. Because a lot of times they zoomed in so close and it was moving so fast. It reminded me a lot of uh, Transformers. Where it's spinning so fast and moving so fast. You have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening. Like, okay, I see Hulk and I see Iron Man, I see him spinning around, I see green, I see red and orange, or red and yellow, mm -hmm. and it's just happening way Jump too fast. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with the fight scenes. What what yeah. what fight scene in general? Just it was most of them. Like um, like even from the beginning too. Like the beginning fight scene where they're uh, attacking the base. I thought it's good. It's good, but it's happening so fast. Mm -hmm. I really like. I it. thought it dragged on. Like that initial attack, I was like, "Thor, throw your hammer at the dang thing and just let's be done with it." You know, like, oh, why wow. are we like trying to analyze how to attack it? Really? Have a thunder god <laughs> and a Hulk. And a Hulk. I, I I like it. I thought. I mean, I don't think that. You can't have a fight scene that's too long. I mean, I'm sure you can, but I think you to can. open the movie, it's an adventure. Yeah, to open the movie, I, I didn't think at any point like, oh, come on, like, like hurry this fight scene along already, get to the top. And well, to me, I mean, I guess it's because you have Iron Man, Cap, Black Widow, Hawkeye, yeah. all these people, and they're just fighting regular dudes, mm -hmm. you know, with like machine guns. And I'm like, why is this taking so long? Yeah. Like, if they were fighting, I don't know, a super villain, okay, mm -hmm. the fight's gonna last a while. But these are just dudes in Jeeps with like yeah. missiles. And yeah. I'm like, all right, how are they, how, are, how is this fight still going? Like, it's one of those things when I play, like, when I play video games and your character is just destroying everything on the screen, like nothing is super like, overpowered. You wonder like, why are these guys even still attacking? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alright dude, we'll, uh, we'll hook up to do the, the rest of the app. Yeah. Thank you for everything man, I appreciate it.
Thanks for listening to the Comic Relief Podcast. We'll hope you join us next time as we continue to discuss all things comic book related. And until then, make mine marvel. And you see. And independent. Don't forget to check us out at comicreliefpodcast.com or you can visit our Facebook page at www 
facebook.com forward slash comic relief podcast or go to our YouTube channel www.youtube.com forward slash comic relief podcast and finally there is our Twitter page which is twitter.com forward slash comic relief P-O-D-C. I'd like to give a special shout out to Travis Richards, who did the music for the Comic Relief Podcast. Visit his website at www.travisarichards.com. 